All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. world you have now tuned in to the follow-through with clips and drew yes sir i am clips i am i am with my boy drew i am drew you are drew <laughs> and this is episode eight the ocho the ocho that's what we're calling this show we are dedicating it to the ocho the fact that ocho cinco might be in the nfl next weekend because the giants need any and all receivers that they can get at this point but in honor of Chad Ochocinco. We're calling this the Ocho. the Ocho. So welcome to the Ocho, folks. Um, we're switching it up yeah. today. Uh, I think that being the amazing show that we are, I feel like that we need to touch. We need to stop pussyfooting around what's going on in sports it's a great word. right now. Pussyfooting. Because we ain't no pussies around oh, here. That's a, that's a great word. And I'm not footing around anything. No. Okay. What's going on in sports is exactly what everybody's talking about. What are you talking about? Right I'm now? talking about the national anthem. Oh, I'm talking about yeah. We need to get into this, Drew. Like, yeah, no, that's a conversation. First of all, I want everybody to know that like we have absolutely no script to this show today, um, as we do every week. Most mostly every week, we have points. Sometimes we have points that we want to hit, but this week we don't have any. There, points. there's this one point. We are Ricky Rubioing everything. There is zero points going on in this show. <laughs> but one thing that we wanted to touch on is that's exactly the most important thing that's going on in sports, and that's uh, that's the national anthem. And I, I have been um, something has resonated with me from a from a sportscaster that's stuck with me for the past two days, and I kind of want to talk about it, Drew. I, I think that it's important, and I think our listeners should know our stance. Yeah. No, it's a it's a divisive issue right now. People feel one way or the other. I've never I never really heard anyone that I've talked to about this with 
that goes like you know I, don't, I, I can go either way. Yeah, I'm biased. Someone, someone, you're, you're either one way or the other. You're way. either far right, yeah. or you're far left. Well, whatever it is. So, but go ahead. What do you, what do you, well, have, what do you have to say about this? I, People, you're talking about NFL players kneeling for the national anthem. I want to talk about that, and, and I want other, to talk about other protests that have been going on. I want to, ta- yeah, I want to talk about what's going on in the NFL. Even yeah. though we we are a, a pro basketball, you know, uh, podcast, but I I think we should cover everything that's relevant in sports, and okay. this is extremely relevant right, right. now, and so. Something that's been resonating with me. It's been literally sticking in my head for the past two days. Um, There's a Fox Sports announcer, commentator that has a show on Fox Sports. His name is Nick Wright. Okay. Um, And he said something two days ago that has just been sitting in my head. And I think it's it's a great question for anybody that's talking about, arguing about, um, discussing what's going on with players, NFL players in general, kneeling. Yeah, for the national anthem. Um, what do you say? Well, Nick, he he, he pr- proposed a great question, right? And the question was this: It was first off, why are you mad? Okay, if you're mad, who's you? Like you being the the fan, the fan or the angry at the action, right? That's the viewer, if the, angry the citizen, yes. So why who's are ever mad? mad at NFL right. athletes that are taking a knee during the national anthem? Mm-hmm. Why are you mad? Sure. Okay, that's a great question. And this it is, and this is the question that was proposed: Are you mad at NFL players, quote unquote, disrespecting the flag? Right. Or are you mad? At why they are taking a kneel during the national anthem, okay? Right. And he proposed this scenario, okay. And this is what sticks with me, and this is what what I want all of our viewers, listeners, to really fucking think about. If you're in your car right now, or you're doing work at your house, and I want you to really think about what I'm about to say right now. Oh my god, profound clips. Here we go. I'm being profound clips right now. Here we go. If Colin Kaepernick, yeah, the first day that he took a kneel and shocked the world and everybody was in such a fucking uproar about it if colin kaepernick after the game when the announcers asked why did you take a knee okay what if colin kaepernick said this that the reason why i took the knee is because i believe that every soldier that's been fighting for our country for our flag i believe that they're not coming home to the proper job uh, right. Jobs, sure. Uh, benefits, yeah. Um, medical care, medical care. Right. I, I am, I am sitting until they get these proper uh, benefits that right. they deserve. Yeah. Okay. If Colin Kaepernick said that, right, and he took a knee, would he still be disrespecting the flag? Would you still feel the same way? Right. So you're you're saying it's more about not so much the action. But the the fact that people are triggered by why he's doing it, as opposed to the 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 idea of him kneeling, if he was pro troops with his protest, mm-hmm. I think which you're to- he is, he's never dogged any troops. Absolutely, I think you're totally right, mm-hmm. and I think that that would open people's minds up. I don't think anyone would be mad if he came out and said that I'm kneeling for the troops. I think you're 100 percent right. I don't think that would be like an issue. I don't think would it anyone- be would it be as big of an issue right. as it is right now? Instead of yeah. being for what he is protesting, yeah, which is Drew. Yeah, it well all the all the violence the police have showed up to especially black people in this country over the last couple of years, decades even if <laughs> most people probably feel like it's decades. It is. Uh but yeah, especially in the last couple of years with the with the senseless murders, right? That was the that was the original That's why we are that's we are 
I mean, if okay, I'm saying we. You know what? I jumped into it. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Next if time was, you get picked up on a roster. Next time I'm on an NFL team, that's what I would do. Straight on the knee. I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, people are, are, are thinking way too much on the action of it instead mm-hmm. of why these players are doing it. Okay. Right. Now, would you feel the same way if Colin said that? Would you be like, oh, well, this guy's taking a stand for the troops, totally, and we're totally down for it? But now that he's doing it for black people and minorities. That's a problem, right? Because it seems to me, you know, I grew up, I, I grew up with Rodney King and with, right. with everything that's been going on. Yeah, I'm white. I'm a, I have white privilege. I've had it my whole life. Sure. Okay. So we honestly can't talk about yeah, it's what tough. it's like. We don't. Yeah. We don't know. Right. But we can be sensitive because we're not stupid. We see what's exactly. going on in the world. Totally. And to see players with this amazing platform. Mm-hmm. Colin being number one. Colin made that that call to be like, you know what? I'm going to be the guy that stands up for right. it. To me, he's a revolutionary. Yeah. Whether you listen to the show and you don't believe me, you can fucking unfollow us or whatever. He is a revolutionary. And all NBA, NFL, tennis, all these people look up to Colin for taking that stand. I agree. Uh, hopefully, I hope he's a revolutionary. Like, I hope this actually spurns a real change as opposed to a wave that people have and then, and then kind of forget about. I hope this actually... Makes something happen. That's makes, the whole point, though, right? Change. No, I agree. I'm just saying sometimes, uh, especially like you know, the white people that are at the, at the very top are really good at kind of quelling this, making mm-hmm. this go back down to where people almost forget what the protest means and they make it about some other thing. Yeah, because they don't want black people to to protest. This is what I'm. They saying. don't want black people to march. I'm hoping that this actually creates a change instead of just the idea of change and then it dies down without anything actually changing. I don't think this is going to die down. I think this is such I a... So. I, mean, I mean, when the president of the United States called anybody that takes a kneel sons of bitches, to me, that's... Right. I mean, it was a slap in the face, not only to black people, but it was for anybody that took a knee, a, a knee for this. Yeah. And I think it put... I, I also, on the other spectrum of things, feel that it puts a lot of players in a tough situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... Well, no, because here's the other thing is, like, is it disrespectful to the flag? Like, I don't know the answer to that question. You know what I mean? I don't know if you do either necessarily. Like, if it, like we have our, our president, right, who, who would typically give us this answer, but is so dumbfoundingly stupid sometimes. True. I don't want to listen to what he has to say. But if there was, like, if I knew my brother is in the, was in the Army, served in the military, I don't really know his stance on this. I don't think, I don't think he's overly upset about them taking a knee but i would love to hear from like a lot of military people is if do they feel that it's if it's it's disrespecting them or the flag and if it does i think that might change the way people protest but too. don't you I, I totally agree with you but don't you think our, our first amendment right this is what it's all about this is what people totally. keep talking about the first amendment right okay and i want everybody to know that like NFL teams weren't even on the field during the national anthem until 2009. It wasn't until right. It was after the fact. Until the yeah. military pumped a bunch of money into the NFL to have the players on the field to gain more morale and more viewership. unity yeah. and viewership. Yeah, totally. Until then, now do you watch an NFL game for the for the national anthem? No, no, and not, on Super Bowl maybe. Okay, and taking a knee. It's not like these dudes are flipping the flipping off the flag right. when they're or doing it. Or turning their back, or you know, what do you, what do, you do when you, variations of that? What do you do when you get knighted? What ha- what happens? You have to take a knee. What happens when you ask you, the woman of your dreams to marry you? Yeah, what do you do? That. You get on a knee. It's a respectful. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna take that right mm-hmm. there. 
I'm going to take that. I have what I did pull up was this article. I mm-hmm. told you about this earlier. Yeah, tell me. Let's go. So this was this go. was a while ago. This is in the New York Times. It's by Eric Reed. I guess it wasn't that long ago. It was in September mm-hmm. 2017. Mm-hmm. He was actually one of the first players uh, when Colin, he was on the same team as Colin, okay. NFL player, and he was one of the first players to join Kaepernick, Eric Reed, kneeling during the national anthem. White or black? He's black. Okay. Um, and then I just want to just there's one excerpt right here. From this article that he wrote in the New York Times, he goes, I approached Colin the Saturday before our next game to discuss how I could get involved with the cause, but also how we would make a more powerful and positive impact on the social justice movement. He goes, we also discussed how we could use our platform provided to us by being professional athletes in the NFL to speak to those who are voiceless. After hours of careful consideration and even a visit from Nate Boyer, a retired Green Beret and former NFL player, right? Mm -hmm. We came to the conclusion that we should kneel rather than sit the next day during the anthem as a peaceful protest. We chose to kneel because it's respectful gesture, like you just said. I remember thinking our posture was like a flag flown at half-mast to mark a tragedy, right? So if you take that into consideration... I don't think if people knew those like that was a thing that should I don't know why that there was being, thought that went into it is I, what you're exactly right. and, and and they went out of their way to try to not be disrespectful mm-hmm. to the flag and to the army and military members. Do you uh, think it would have been the I same? It's amazing to, to find it's, that I just found that out. It's, it's brilliant. Like, how, how has nobody been talking about this? Because they don't want to talk about right. it. What they want to do is they want to see a black man kneeling, not respecting the flag, which isn't the case of this. If Colin Kaepernick wasn't black, who is white too? Yeah, he's half. His, he's half white he's half yeah you know if he didn't have an afro and black it would be a totally different scenario yeah and this is the problem brady started it if tom brady started it may not have this okay again yeah and there's a lot of these people that are saying oh well these guys first uh, these guys are they make so much money playing football and they should be doing whatever their owners say that's ridiculous that sounds real yeah, that's I don't even want to say that word right now, going, but it but sounds yeah. real yeah. plantation-ish. Yes, yeah, okay? Yeah. And yeah, I said it, dude. It's, yeah. it's our show. We can say whatever the fuck we want. That's true. So, um, And then a lot of the people that are, are, are so anti-Colin Kaepernick and these players taking a knee, these are also the people that hang a fucking Confederate flag outside of their house. Yeah. You know? Well, see, here's the thing. is like not all people are like that. Totally. No. It's not, it's, it's, it really hits because of, because of the flag and, and the respect that most Americans should have and do have for our military. It really is split. And it's split into groups like what you just mentioned, those extremists that are always going to be against something like that. And then those really just normal middle ground people that are like, dude, you know, I have a cousin or I have a brother or a sister, mother, father, someone that was in the in the military, and I think that's disrespectful. It's really, it's so personal, is right. what I'm seeing. It's a very personal right. reaction that you have to this, which is why I think it's such a hot-button topic that no one will be able to really solve because it is it's one one person at a time will view this just like you and just like me and completely the other and way. if they heard the story that you just said if yeah, people would really look totally. at, they, they they put thought in this these guys just, just didn't say i'm going to sit down during, they they exactly. really reached out yeah. and thought of the best way to put their silent protest and the way i see it and i think the way you see it too is just that white america quote unquote does not want to see these these men speak up for what they fucking believe in, okay? And as far as the Clips and Drew show goes, I, pr- I feel like that we are on the side of Colin Kaepernick and yeah. that I feel that they are not disrespecting the flag. They are doing their, their American right to stand up for what the fuck they believe in. Yeah. So you guys keep doing what you do and we got your back, okay? Yeah, I hope he finds an NFL team. Me too, he deserves to be there.
We are back. The follow-through with Clips and Drew. That was a powerful... Very heavy. ...first segment. I mean, we kind of had to do it, though, Drew. Yeah, we're a little late, honestly, on the topic, I think. But I think it's still it's still so relevant. And uh, you wanna, I mean, just we, we probably had these opinions a couple months ago. We did. And you know what? I had so many people that came at me like, yo, you guys are too too young in the game to be, to be saying that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I asked a bunch of people that watch our show and whatnot. And a lot of people wanted us to say how we felt. And then a lot of people were like, oh, you need to watch what you got to say. Right. But it made me feel like... That makes me feel like the NFL players. Like, why are you telling me what 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 I'm allowed to say? Uh-huh. This is how we feel, and if we're yep. going to be a sports show, we have to talk about how we feel. Yeah. Um, now, getting into yeah, we talked about the NFL, but the NBA season starts in five days. Do you think anyone's going to take a knee? I don't think it's taking a knee. I think Adam Silver, they've yeah. already addressed it. Okay, mm-hmm. and I think that. There are going to be players that are going to do their own personal, whether it be, um, you know, LeBron's already been wearing shirts, you know. Oh, sure. Uh, I think they're going to have their own thing that they do. I don't right. think there's going to be any kneeling going on in the in the NBA. Yeah. But I think there's going to be some some personal yeah some personal things that people. Well, there's are going a to lot do. of way to protest. And and LeBron, uh, uh, let's get to LeBron really fast. Has been outspoken. LeBron was the first catalyst. LeBron was the first one to tweet Donald Trump and be like, "You fucking bum." No. Nobody wants to go to the White House. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Let's be let's be real. My favorite quote. <laughs> that is my favorite quote. Yeah, it is. People are taking jabs at the president. People are on wow. huge platforms. You yeah. know, um, whether it be LeBron. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure Russell will do something. You know, a lot of these players are going to be just making the stand of not going to the White House. Oh yeah, the is, Warriors decided not to go. That's a stand in itself. Yeah. You know, um, I think there's going to be something going all season regarding that sure and people are using their platform to do that and even even with eminem the other night like eminem pretty much shut down the internet yeah he shut down the internet it's nice to see him back doing his thing again yeah i think he was waiting i mean it's good timing that his album's coming out in a couple weeks well yeah but people were and this is what's funny is like ti and two chains and like david banner and all these people that are huge in the hip-hop community have been saying saying shit since the beginning but nobody's listening Mm -hmm. and again we don't want to make this a race thing this isn't a race thing if we start talking white and black then we're talking racist stuff and Mm -hmm. we are not racist here we're not being racist we're trying to be real with the whole situation and eminem his platform delivers to every different culture yeah whites blacks asians mexicans puerto ricans everybody loves eminem yeah and Everybody listens to what this man says. And for him to say what he said the other night. Yeah. That was strong. It Very was strong words. And, and, the, I, and I, I wish I would have watched it live. I, I missed it. I, I caught on the social media. Five million views in two hours. Oh, for almost. sure. For sure. Um, it was what everybody was talking about. Irv Gotti, mm-hmm. T.I., Diddy, you know, Snoop, Dogg. Snoop, everybody jumped on it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard what Eminem said. Well, go ahead and listen yeah. to it. We're going to put it on the green screen right now. Just we'll Google let you hear it. Eminem, it'll come up the first thing right there. You know, and, and I, I just think this this is something that needs to be addressed, Drew. It's such a big uh, issue in society today, and I don't think it's going to stop. And I think these these people that have these platforms are really going to start using them. And like our, like our guy Sam said, um, social media is so huge. Yeah. And I think that 
you know, the question was, why don't these guys just go to social media and say what the fuck they feel? And a lot of people can't do that. Well, yeah, there's restrictions um, involved, I think, in, in all professional sports about when you can and can't post and certain things that you can and can't say when you post. Right? I Is mean, that, that fair? But that's like that's the whole thing about being fined that, that has been established for you know years. Like it used to be what you would say to reporters or what would Muhammad Ali feel like that though? Like right. Muhammad Ali didn't give a fuck. Right. You know? Was he did he have any he even said, like, if I lose a million dollars, I don't care. I want yeah. to speak on behalf of what's going on no, in I, my world. We see that sometimes where where if the issue is important enough, people will break those rules. Mm-hmm. Or even if the issue isn't important enough, sometimes People just break the, the social media rule or whatever. Jamel Hill. Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a, an issue that, that she felt very strongly about. And she got reprimanded the first time, like, you know, Jamel Hill, if you don't know, she's a... she's a ESPN. ESPN. She's a very respected reporter. woman yeah. reporter yeah. who knows her sports better than anybody. And uh, she had some, some very uh, specific words for the president. Yep. And ESPN, who was owned by Disney, uh, reprimanded her. Uh, and she was told basically what she can and cannot say on her own social media, on her own Twitter. Right. Which to me is... Well, no, I, but I, you can understand that. I can. Yeah. So it's not it's not completely off-base to not. have a framework of things you can and cannot. You work for ESPN. Right. It's just like, it's, like, it's almost an ex- extension of like their HR policy, mm-hmm. right? Just like you, you wouldn't be able to do sexual harassment virtually. Uh, but I, I understand like it, it, that's a tough spot. I'm sure ESPN... Uh, understood where Jamel was coming from, like 100%. But at the same time, just some of the language that she used, you can't have that. And I don't mean that uh, to speak towards her point. Uh, I mean that just in the general sense of, like, you can't have anybody go on ESPN and say certain things, you know, whether that be fuck or whatever version of that that they deem unnecessary. So one thing that that strikes me, and we're going to get off Jamel Hill real quick, Mm -hmm. Um, what happened with Cam Newton. Again, this isn't an NFL show, but this is what's been going on in the world. A lot of things happening. A lot of things happening. And Cam, who is a a very good man, donates a lot of money. He's a role model to a lot of kids. He was asked by a female reporter about running routes and – he yeah. kind of, he kind of, it was jokingly, but said, "Oh, that's so cute about you asking me oh, about no, routes." That's right? ridiculous. It was, it was a bad ju- judgment for him to say that. Okay, yeah. She's but a professional, she is a professional. It's her job. But I think the media took it way too far out of line, way out of context, mm-hmm. and blasted Cam Newton. Cam lost sponsorship deals without doing the research. Right, but you, you can also relate. To why that makes sense, though, right? You can't just you it can't. Ma- do it makes that. sense. You can't do that shit. You can't do that shit. But if you look back on this female reporter, mm-hmm. like she has on her Twitter feed, calling a black athlete a bitch ass n word, right, mm-hmm. on her Twitter feed. Yeah. But nobody brings that up. Just I just think people are blowing a lot of this shit out of proportion. I agree. Okay, the media is making such a big deal. Yeah. And then you know, if well, you the go- world's super sensitive to issues right now. Any so kind of sensitive, issue, you can't say anything. I think that's what you're talking about. Is like everyone, anyone who slips up or or says something derogatory in one way, even jokingly, it immediately gets taken so seriously and and dealt with like it's you know it's, it's like it's the end of the world. Right. I but understand a, that. but that's again, I, why didn't anybody win Gronkowski? There's an interview with Gronkowski post game mm-hmm. and they asked him how many touchdowns you got and he, he said, said man 69. i got 69 you would know all about that baby haha <laughs> it's funny when this guy says it well that was to, to a man 
Doesn't matter. Was it to a man? It was. It was he a, said baby. Yeah, no, it was It was to a, a male reporter, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? Are you 100% sure? No, I don't think I so. Under, I understand what you're saying. There, why wasn't that blown treat, out of proportion? There should, yeah, there should be a, kind of a level playing field, and it doesn't seem that way. So I think the time. media just picks and chooses what we want to get mad at, and I think we all, you know, we need to really take everything with a grain of salt. The, the media runs everything that we listen to, mm-hmm. you know, and fake news might be, might be there might be some reality <laughs> behind that, right? Right? Yeah, maybe I suppose. They're, everything's news now, right? That's the thing. It's like everything is news, right? Yeah, but so. why can't people say what the fuck they feel? Okay? Yeah. Why can't you just say how the fuck you feel and be and why can't people be okay with that? Just because you make a you make 10 million dollars means that you have to feel some way or speak some way? That's not fair. Lawsuits I think would be the that, answer to that question true, would be lawsuits. True. That's why you can't always say what you feel. True. I think that's how that started, right? That's that's how all that started cuz it used to be just, you know, freeing like in the I'm sure like uh, whatever, like the 20s, 30s, 40s, there wasn't all those restrictions. There wasn't social media. The FCC, I don't think, existed until, you know, maybe 50 decades, 50 years ago, rather. But I don't know. I I, I understand your point, and, mm-hmm. there's, and there's, it seems like we now have limits to free speech, right? Which I think, I think does come along with social media being constantly around. You have to... Even even for the your own good, like you sometimes players get in trouble for saying stuff off the top of their heads. We that, might get in trouble for what we're saying right now. This is my point, but players will just say something random that isn't even a, a social or political issue, and they'll get in trouble for just being dumb. You know what I mean? Like right. that just happens. So I think a limiting of um, certain things that you would reflect on later in life and be like, dude, I shouldn't have said that. You know, like those moments I think are good on some level for society. So why hasn't anybody's like why hasn't anybody jumped on Golden State's nuts right now for not going to the White House? Is that disrespectful to the country? Why why wasn't sure that a big were fucking mad deal? About it. Yeah, I'm sure a couple people were, but they didn't make a huge deal out of it. Right. Well, because like, I don't, I don't the know. underlining issue is why don't you want to go to the fucking right. White House? Right. It is an honor and a privilege and there's a reason why these athletes don't want to go. Yes. They don't believe in what this man is saying. Totally. You know, I, but I don't know if those two issues are exactly aligned. Kinda. I don't. I, but I think it's well within the right to to say no. Where I think we're good, you know. And I think a lot of teams. I think this year's NBA team, is, whoever wins the championship, is probably going to stay in that. Probably in that say path. no. Right. right yeah. Right. I would. I would imagine, depending upon who the NFL team is, that that might Unless happen. Is the as Cowboys? Well. I certainly think that Trump's election and his time has ignited this flame again but like it's certainly heightened the tension around a lot of issues and and the good news is that we're talking about this stuff you know we need to be talking we're talking about these issues whereas before i think just kind of ignoring it or laughing it off or whatever isn't isn't always the best option Enough, enough. We are a basketball show. We're a basketball show, and let's get into some basketball, okay? Good God. We just, we, I know. It's such a fun, basketball's a fun game. It is such a fun game, and we're five days away from tip-off. Holy shit. Seven days away from Clippers, Lakers, opening night. Yes, sir. There's a lot going on. Right. Okay. I'm 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 surprised by a couple teams. Mm-hmm. I have so much movement. So much movement. Craziest offseason ever. It was the best. And there there's so many there's so many stories and underlining things going on in the NBA yeah. right now. But I think since this is a, a Clipper fan and a Laker fan right now. Yes it is. I, I, I have to I have to say something. Uh oh. And uh 
I, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this Uh-oh. right now, but I'll get to the Clippers in a minute. But the Lakers are kind of exciting. Yes, I mean they're not going to win many games, no. but they have one really exciting player, and his name ain't Lonzo Ball. Are you talking about Kyle Kuzma? That's who I'm talking about. He's the talk Ooh. of the NBA right now. Kyle Kuz. He's the talk of the NBA. Yeah. Uh, might be rookie of the year. So, I love Kyle Kuzma. I have watched him play at Utah for the last three years of his career. Um, and I didn't know his skills would translate that well to the NBA. I knew he, he, I knew he was a very skilled player, offensively speaking. He has mid-range. He has long-range. He has post. And now seeing him play in, in these preseason games, and I'm, I'm loving him. You know what I think it is about him, though? Mm. It's not even that. He's got the goods, right? Oh, yeah. He's got a bag, he can as hoop. they like to say now. He's got a bag. He can hoop. But his feel for the game yeah. is real nice. It feels like, to me, he looks like he's been there. You know what I mean? He's sure. got some swag. He's got some confidence. Mm-hmm. They got a nice little young core there. Um, and we're not talking Lonzo because we're done talking Lonzo on this on this show, at least for now until next week. Yeah. But uh, Kuzma's got, got the goods. Very excited about him. Yeah, he, may, he may turn out to be the steal of this year's draft. What, what pick was he? 20, 20, 27. 27th, right? Round 27th and that's pick. a magic pick? That's a, I think it's the new uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, it was the Nets. It, that, that was the that trade. That was for the Russell trade? The trade for, yeah. Uh, okay. When we got Brook Lopez. Okay. Uh, I think that's where we got that pick. But, wait, I mean, whoever whoever decided to go for him at that moment, uh, shouts to you. And he's got the body, too. Like He's he's big. He's a legit he's, three, right? Three or four, even. Yeah. I, think, I think he can go four. Um, he's looking very, very good. And the more, the better. At this point, um, it's all about player development for mm-hmm. us this year. Player and coach development. I would love to see Luke Walden progress as a coach. Like He's been pretty stagnant. Granted, they haven't had a lot for him to do over the past you know, year. He's got a lot to do right now, though. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be goods. this is going to be a really good time for him to meld with some of these players and see what what we can do. Um, we're we're not going to make the playoffs. That's not true. We're not going to make the playoffs. No. I can I can it's confidently true, say actually. that. I'm just saying that's nice to be the, the Western Conference is crazy this year. I want to talk about my Clippers right quick though. They the, might not make the playoffs. They might not either. But I want to say no. We're going to make the fucking playoffs. That's crazy. Uh, I want to say something that I noticed, and I brought this up with a lot of my Clipper fan friends that mm-hmm. are very involved. Like every game that I've watched, these guys are having fun. You know, they feel it feels like to me uh, when Chris first came to the to the team uh-huh. uh, with Matt Barnes and like Reggie Evans, and we had this. You know, Blake was young, and and, and DJ, and was, DJ young. was young. Uh, we had this really good core of Randy Foy, like. They used to go out. They'd have movie night every Sunday. Like mm-hmm. every other every other week, they go to different players' houses and have dinner. There's a lot of camaraderie, right? Yeah. So the Clippers, you know, had their first two preseason games in Hawaii, and they all stayed in the house together. You know what I mean? Like nice. they all got to, and it was all a bonding experience. Good to learn there was a lot of new faces. I and and that's what you need to do. Yeah. You know, you got to get a feel for these guys. Blake and DJ got a feel. Patrick Beverly and Milos, who is Milos, is my yeah, favorite player like right Milos now. now. He might, he might be. That's a Jerry West pick, okay? Yeah. And Milos looks like he's fitting in perfectly. I like him as well. And they're having fun. Is though. he like, starting? Is he? A st- we don't know yet. 
And is, it, is it Patrick or I, Lou or somebody? Honest, to, what, they don't know yet. Okay. I think Doc's going to be a. It's going to be a, a first game kind of thing. Feel it out. In, in in my words, in my eyes, I think fucking Milos is starting. Starting. And then Patrick Beverly. I think Milos at the one and Austin at the two. What about Beverly at, uh, at the one and two? Like, no, I think it's Beverly, too small. Too, too small. small. I think Beverly's got to come off the bench to bring that heat, but. I want to get deeper than that. What I'm what I'm what I'm saying is these guys are having fun again. They're having fun playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. And mind you, it is preseason, so everybody's a little lackadaisical. Like you know, everybody has fun in the preseason. But I look no, deeper. His vision, Milo's vision that we've seen in the preseason is nice, dude. It's it's solid. Like, it's just comparable. He's making, he's making nice plays. Uh, those alley oops that he's thrown, and I'm I'm sure his jumper's nice. Like. He, he, he's he's gonna be an exciting he, player. He he dislocated his finger in the other the other game. Dislocated it was Recently? done. Yeah, to to last game. Dislocated his finger. Went to the locker room. Popped it back in. Came back in the game. Hit a three pointer. The first thing he did. Kobe. I'm like I fucking like this guy. That's Kobe okay? right there, baby. I like that. Looks like a, determination. He looks like if you went down to Skid Row, you would see seven Miloses. Well, okay? I'm sure the first thing he'll do is get like a fresh haircut because he's been. He can't I be don't in LA. No, he looks can't, like can't be in LA looking. Like he looks that. like he's smoking a pack of Marlboro 27s <laughs> right now in the locker room. But I'm I'm just excited. He's nice, though. He's nice though. And for the first time in my life, I'm like I'm actually kind of excited. The, the Lakers have a different kind of vibe. I'm not saying I like them. Oh, I'm watch not out saying, now. But what I'm saying is I think LA's got a lot of a lot of good shit going on right yeah, now. Yeah. But but we really gotta think about uh Derek Rose is playing really well in Cleveland. Yeah. He he looks like he's making his comeback. Jeff Green, Jeff Green just had the bang of the week. He just made a comeback. We like, are gonna have a starting next week. For for the clips and Drew show, we uh-huh. were gonna have clips clip of the week. Yeah, and if it was clips clip of the week this week, it was Jeff Green's dunk. It has to be that. Check out the fucking green screen because it it's is. on there right now. I don't think I've seen him jump that high since he was at Georgetown. That boy was elbow deep Above on the rim, the square right? Oh my god! And that's that. Who do you throw it down on? I can't even remember. Uh, that's a nice poster though. For oh, it's for gonna the rest be, of his life. That's slam of the month. Shout out to Slam Magazine, who's another sponsor of the show. My favorite magazine growing up. The best magazine. The best best hoop magazine ever reached out to us and said, hey, we want to be a part of your show. Look at that. And I said, hey. You can be a part of our yeah. show. We'll take you any day of the no week. No problem. You know, That's a um, slam dunk. Uh, we're we're just so excited. We are we are five days away. Um, we're gonna start bringing you guys two podcasts a week. We are. Yeah. That's we gonna are. Be interesting. It is. We're, we're gonna, gonna have d- a lot to talk about. The, and the, I think that the, these first like four to five weeks are gonna be so crazy. Watching all these teams start to try and play together with new faces. Yeah. How are we gonna do it? We have Drew? like we have twelve teams that have like brand new solid players. How are we teams. gonna fit it all in? That's, this is what I'm nervous. That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Drew said it, not me. Hey, Drew said it, not me. <laughs> you set me up. Nobody bro. said I'm we were PG thirteen here. No, we yeah, we certainly are not. But you're right. You know, I I, I just think that if you <laughs> if you guys <laughs> if you guys even knew what was in store, uh, we're again we, we don't are, even know what's in store. People, we're, we're coming at you from all angles. We are. We may have a podcast every twelve hours because there's going to be so much shit that's happening. We want to be the, the number one source that you guys go to. Yeah. You know. Uh, we are the podcast for the people, by the people. Yes, sir. And and we do this shit for the fucking culture. We're going to okay? talk about fantasy basketball yeah. as well. They continue supporting. We have the best sponsors ever, dude. Right now, we're rocking Blacktop Basics. Sent us these 
Dope shirts. I hoop. Makes me want pancakes. Man. Right? I want pancakes. Pancakes, pancakes and buckets is what I want. Pancakes and we got Soul Science. Yep. That's sending us the 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 oh the shoe God. deodorizer, which the is fresh, just insane. What was the new flavor there? What's black that? cherry, oh homie. My, uh, love. You want your kick smelling like black cherry? Wait till they come out with that clips my fragrance, bro. Like, my life smelling like smelling like brunch. My like shit's <laughs> gonna be called brunch because that's what that's what it's gonna smell like. Shout out to Bram Black. Yep. Shout out to Baron Davis and Art Mob for supporting us. Yeah, man. Did you guys hear what I just said? Baron Davis and Art Mob. We got fans of the show. You don't even know who's going to be on our show. Coming. You dig? We got the flavor. We got the flavor. Not to mention, we got the best production crew in the fucking world. Gold net basketball. Gold net basketball. People, we are five days away from this NBA season. Can't come soon. And we are going to be where it's at. So stay tuned. Don't adjust your fucking iPods or your radios because we're coming live and direct from Trump County, excuse me, Orange County, coming California. Coming at you. We'll see you next week. To interrupt like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like Gluteus Bonos diddly squat Smart Alec, I'ma do it up Trying to win her heart But not just cause she got the biggest butt Lovely from the start I don't believe in beginner's luck I do have something to say So you can